rebound taken away by Meredith McKnight. Good luck for Cunningham. He's been quite knocked down. Hayden goes to the corner. Sarah Gosling tries a three-pointer and knocks it down. Holly Eyes three-pointer. Timeout, Dallas Center drives. Welcome to the Tiger Sports Hey everyone, how's it going? And welcome back to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast. We are on episode number 37. It's been a little bit since we've had our latest podcast, but uh, decided to hop back on, give everyone an update. Uh, talking about the state tournament, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the boys' state tournament mostly here since uh, that's what we're in the middle of, but I'll recap the girls' state tournament. We'll give a, a look ahead to what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. I'll give you an update on what we know about the whole situation with the coronavirus and what's being canceled and what's being played uh, and all more and everything else coming up on the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast. Let's hear a quick word from our sponsors and let's jump right into it. Hey there, I'm Joey Pauliai, third generation owner of Pauliai's and Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you... Everything is made from scratch, and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our PagsPals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit polyeyesgrinnellia.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polyeyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. Tomorrow, some fear the uncertainty it brings. Some trust the promise it holds. At Grinnell Mutual, we are always looking forward to tomorrow. Growing and innovating, So even if the plans you have for the future aren't the same as the plans the future holds for you, you can be ready. Because we'll be ready, like we have been for over 100 years. Trust in that. Trust in tomorrow. Talk to a Grinnell Mutual agent today. Alrighty, so where do we want to start? I guess we'll start out with what's to come. We usually don't early, but I thought... uh, I just wanted to get the information out of the way for what is to come in the next week or so. Uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday, March 11th, and uh, tonight is the girls' basketball banquet from 5.30 to 6.30 at Grinnell High School. So um, obviously that's mostly just parents and coaches uh, of the players and whatnot. So um, a nice little recap of their year. Nothing to be ashamed of, that's for sure. It was a good year. It's always good to celebrate what happened, to give out the rewards and whatnot. Uh, they have a strong core coming back, and I talked about that in the last episode, I think. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's a big night for girls basketball to end out on a high note um, with the banquet and whatnot tonight. Uh, and then tomorrow there is a 5th uh, through 8th grade band concert at Grinnell High School. There was supposed to be a track meet for uh, girls and boys varsity, and that has been canceled. That was at Grinnell College, and if you didn't hear, Grinnell College is now uh, pretty much canceling classes the rest of the year and going to online classes and asking students pretty much to move out because of the coronavirus. Um, I wanted to talk about that for a second because that's obviously been a very high topic throughout the uh, world, I mean, obviously. Uh, there's over uh, there's over 10 cases here in the state of Iowa. As of right now, there are 13 cases. Most of them are in Johnson County over by Iowa City, and then there's a couple in Council Bluffs. Uh, so Grinnell, not really near a danger zone right now, but uh, it's just common sense. If you're outside, make sure you're you know keeping a, your distance from people. It's just it's all common sense. You just wash your hands a lot. You do everything you have to do to keep yourself uh, safe. 
Um, you know, I do I think that some of these precautions could be a little over-exaggerated? Yes, I, I do think it's a somewhat over-exaggeration. Uh, I heard a good saying that said, we're more worried about the panic of the virus than we are the virus itself. And more people are getting hurt because of the panic, not the virus itself. Uh, and I think that's pretty true. Don't believe everything that you're hearing that the media is throwing about, out about this coronavirus. Um, I mean, it's an abundance of caution. You don't need an outbreak when it happens. A lot of big uh, sporting events coming up are deciding not to have fans in the stands uh, because of this coronavirus. Uh, for high school sports on this level, I don't think it's really been that much of a problem. Uh, I don't think it will be much of a problem. We've yet to hear any high schools in the state of Iowa even think about uh, possibly postponing schools. I don't even know if Johnson County has even done anything in terms of their schools. At least I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, the state tournament's still going on as planned. Obviously, it's already happening. Nothing can happen to it now. But, I mean, it's, it's just the outlook is interesting uh, for the high school sports in the spring, at least, depending how, how bad this virus gets. Uh, and we don't know. We really don't know. But uh, I can assure you that as of right now, everything is still on track. Um, everything at the Grinnell High School, from what I've heard, and high schools all across the state, everything is still on track. The spring sports season will go on as scheduled as long as this virus doesn't become anything too big in the state of Iowa. And I, I truly don't think it will be that big. But it's just precautionary, you know, if you're, you know, cover your mouth when you sneeze or cough and or cough into your elbow and everything else, wash your hands regularly, uh, you know, keep your distance with them people. I mean, it's just, it's just common sense. And if you're traveling out of somewhere or if you're across somewhere outside the United States and coming back in, I truly believe that the whole 14 day quarantine thing is pretty, pretty safe. I think, you know, you don't show symptoms until the 10th day or so. Uh, so why not just give yourself that extra barrier because we really don't need this virus spreading. Uh, but who knows? I mean, it's it's all about that. Uh, and obviously, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know too much about it. But what I do know is that it's obviously not a great virus to be around us. And uh, as long as we keep ourselves safe, I think we should be just fine. So, um, but yeah, Friday, there is nothing going on. And then Saturday is the state individual speech. Uh, I almost said tournaments. We've been so much around tournament time. I keep thinking it's tournaments. Uh, state individual speech is happening at Grinnell High School starting at 8 a.m. I believe they're still looking for uh, volunteers to help out. So if you or someone you know wants to go out and help, it's just volunteer work. They could use some people timing events, uh, just helping people uh, around the building and keeping quiet in the hallways. They're always looking for more help. So if you want to do that, uh, that would be great. And then nothing on Sunday, and then next week is spring break at the Grinnell High School. My spring break is uh, this week, and who knows, it might go into next week and a couple more weeks, depending on what happens with this virus, uh, but we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, and that'll pretty much wrap it up for this week of what's going on, and then obviously, like I said, next week's spring break. So uh, we're not yet quite to the spring sports season of soccer and track and uh, tennis uh, and baseball and softball over there later, but... Uh, it should be really exciting to see how that all works out going forward. Um, so I guess we'll jump right into the state tournament stuff. Last week was the uh, Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union State Tournament. I was there for two of the days, mostly covering 4A stuff, uh, mostly the class that Grinnell was in. If you follow my Twitter, I've given updates quite a bit throughout the week, whether that be some games or all the games. Um, so yeah, in the I guess we'll start out with class 1A state tournament. No, uh, 
no problem here for Noel Fonda. Uh, they took down Bishop Garrigan 65 to 63. Noel Fonda was actually uh, Noel Fonda was actually down by 16 in this ball game, and Bishop Garrigan came uh, was really good. They have a really good freshman on their team, who uh, just an abundant amount of talent. And only a freshman, that means Bishop Garrigan will be back for a lot of years upcoming. But Fonda came all the way back and won again. Their winning streak is intact, and uh, they just continue to be a basketball dynasty that no one can seem to stop. That was a really fun game to watch in the 1A state title game, so congrats to, to Newell Fonda. In 2A, it was North Lynn who came away with the win. Number three seeded North Lynn beat number fourth seeded Osage. North Lynn won 66 to 42. They beat West Hancock in the semifinals 61 to 46. So North Lynn, both the boys and girls have now both won a title the past two years. Question is, can the boys do it this year? That's uh, that's another big question. So if you go to North Lynn, uh, congrats. You've had a lot of fun winning. And uh, so they win the 2A state title game. Moving up to the 3A state title game, center point Urbana moved up to 4A, so 3A was not a problem, uh, or we wouldn't see a repeat winner. Dyke New Hartford and North Polk played in the second round at the semifinal. Uh, North Polk won 46-44. Bishop Heelan, uh, led by senior Ella Skinner, beat number two seeded Clear, Clear Lake 61-57. So we got a Bishop Heelan North Polk battle in the 4A or 3A state title game. And Bishop Healing came out on top 53-46. to 46. Uh, I'd say that's pretty good for Grinnell when Grinnell earlier this season beat North Polk, who went to the 3A state title game. So despite Grinnell not making, to, making it to Wells Fargo, I'd say it's pretty good that they beat the team that finished runner-up in the state title. So Bishop Healing wins their first title since 2010, and they win the 3A state title game. Moving to Grinnell's up in 4A, and this was really not a contest. North Scott wins for the second year in a row. Second out of, and then they've won the title, excuse me, uh, two out of the last three years, obviously in 2000, or three out of the last four years. The one year they didn't win it, it was Grinnell and Marion in the title game, and Marion ended up coming away with it. This bracket was full of really good games. Uh, North Scott beat center point Urbana 40-32 in the semifinals. I think a lot of people probably hope that would have been the championship game. But uh, CPU played well for being in 4A for the first time. On the bottom of the bracket, Lewis Central upset Ballard in the first round. Then they upset Glenwood, who is going to be really good next year. And then once they made it to North Scott, Grace Bofelli and uh, that Presley Chase, or Presley Case, I think her name is, uh, two incredible athletes for North Scott. It was really fun to watch them uh, go to work. And North Scott cruised to victory 49-35. to So the Lancers have a dynasty, that is for sure. But they lose a lot of seniors this year. And uh, I'd keep an eye out for Gilbert, who lost in the first round to Glenwood. Grinnell lost to Gilbert in the uh, sub-state final. And I can tell you right now, Gilbert's going to be a problem with Ava Hawthorne intact. Uh, they are going to be a tough team to beat going forward, that is for sure. And then moving on to 5A, it was Johnston coming out on top of number one seeded Waukee, 69 to 65. Uh, that was a fun game. If you watched it, the crowd was electric. The three pointers were falling like crazy, and Johnston upset the Waukee Warriors. So the Dragons are on top of 5A state basketball. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Waukee beat Indianola in their sub state. So, uh, or it was either Johnston or Waukee. I can't remember, but. 
so yeah, there are your champions for the girls' side. Johnston, North Scott, Bishop Healan, North Lynn, and Newell Fonda. Newell Fonda. So uh, congratulations to those. Um, let's take a quick break, listen to another commercial that we have, one of our sponsorships, and we'll be back and we'll be talking about the 1A through 4A state tournament. Hey there, I'm Joey Pauliai, third generation owner of Pauliai's and Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you, everything is made from scratch, and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our PagSpouse program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit PolyEyesGrinnellIA.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polyeyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. Tomorrow, some fear the uncertainty it brings. Some trust the promise it holds. At Grinnell Mutual, we are always looking forward to tomorrow. Growing and innovating. So even if the plans you have for the future aren't the same as the plans the future holds for you, you can be ready. Because we'll be ready, like we have been for over 100 years. Trust in that. Trust in tomorrow. Talk to a Grinnell Mutual agent today. Alrighty, once again, thank you to all of our sponsors that sponsored the Tiger Sports Livestream Network all seasons long. Uh, let's go over to the boys' side. So over in 1A, it was Lake Mills taking on Wapsie Valley. Again, at the time I'm recording this, most of these games uh, are in the semifinals. I'm currently recording this during, uh, uh, who's playing? Cedar Falls and Dowling Catholic, so I don't know who's winning that. But anyway, we'll get there when we get there. But anyway, Wapsie Valley, the 8 seed, took down number one seeded Lake Mills in the first game in the 1A state tournament. Montezuma upset, not upset, but beat Martinsdale St. Mary 75-50. Bishop Garrigan beat Springville. And number six seeded West Fork beat Remsen St. Mary's, the three seed, 55-53. So in the semifinals for the 1A state tournament, it's Wapsie Valley and Montezuma and Bishop Garrigan and West Fork. And if you've watched Montezuma, it's hard not to think that Montezuma's probably going to win it all. But you never know. Wapsie Valley did upset the one seed. Bishop Garrigan looked pretty good. But overall, Montezuma had the most dominant win out of anybody in 1A. We'll scoot over to 2A. Boyd and Hull, the one seed, no problem against number eight seeded Woodward Granger. They win 57-26. Comanche uh, took down Monticello, 67-52. Number two seeded Traynor ended Pella Christian's uh, tournament run, 69-53. The Eagles made it to the state tournament, which is a pretty crazy feat in itself after going 13-10. But uh, they just fall short. They end the season 13-11. and 11. And last year's champs in 2A, or excuse me, in, uh, yeah, 2A, North Lynn upset West Sioux 56-51. So we have Boyden Hole and Comanche and Traynor versus North, North Lynn in the semifinals. Boyden Hole looks good, but keep an eye out for Traynor. Traynor was really good against Pala Christian, so keep an eye out for them. We'll jump over to 3A, where everybody was watching yesterday. Number one, Norwalk took on number eight, Harlan. And Norwalk didn't play Norwalk basketball for the first quarter. They actually trailed by one point. And then Bowen Bourne started to heat up. 72-37, to 37, the Warriors crushed the Harlan Cyclones. They move on to the second round. Center point Urbana, who beat Marion in three overtimes to get to the state tournament, gets upset by number five seeded Ballard. 54 to 48. Mount Vernon gets upset by number seven seeded Clear Creek Amana, 59 to 45. Mount Vernon stumbled into the tournament with two buzzer beaters to get to the state tournament. 
and they fell flat against a pretty hot Clear Creek and Mana squad. And probably the biggest shocker of the evening, number three seeded Pella falls to number six seeded Sergeant Bluff Luton, 58 to 43. The Dutch did not look the same. They could not hit shots. Uh, I don't think Sturgeon had more than five points. Uh, everybody struggled for that Pella team, and I I don't I don't want to say it, but I think Grinnell might have really really hurt a lot of their momentum in that game against the Dutch uh, back a couple weeks ago in the sub-states. I'm just saying. Uh, so that sets up number one seeded Norwalk versus number five seeded Ballard. Those two played earlier in the year, and Norwalk won 79-52, I believe. And then on the bottom of the racket, number seven seeded Clear Creek Amana and number six seeded Sergeant Bluff Luton. So, I don't know. Sergeant Bluff Luton's got height. Clear Creek Amana's got some pretty chippy squads. So, I mean, who knows? And I just wanted to talk about this in terms of Grinnell. Grinnell played one, one, two, three, four. Four of the eight teams in the state tournament this year, or five, five of the state tournament teams that I'm counting. Yes, five of the eight state tournament teams in 3A Grinnell played. Grinnell played Norwalk, Centerpoint Urbana, Mount Vernon, Clear Creek Amana, and Pella. Uh, that's pretty crazy. I mean, that just shows that Grinnell, they didn't have a pushover schedule. They, this was a tough year in terms of Grinnell's scheduling. And, uh, I mean, it says something when also two of the four teams left in the semifinals were teams that Grinnell played in Clear Creek Amana and Norwalk. Uh, so let's move on to 4A. On to 4A. Ankeny Centennial barely squeaked away with a 53-51 win over Davenport North. That was a really, really good game. Uh, Waukee took down North Scott 58-50. I tell you what, Waukee has two juniors on that squad. They are so good to watch. Um, I, I can't remember their names off the top. Sandforst, I think. Uh, Cedar Falls is currently playing Dowling Catholic. I have no idea how that game's going. And Ankeny upset Iowa City West in a game that featured 49 total fouls. Ankeny won 68-54. So that, that wraps it. That is the 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A brackets for the Iowa State Tournament. I have not been able to be there this week because of personal issues, personal matters at home to be taken care of, but I will be there Thursday and I will be there Friday covering the championship games and mostly the 4A, or excuse me, 3A semifinals with Norwalk Ballard and Clear Creek Amanda and Sergeant Bluff Luton. Uh, so that wraps up that portion of the podcast that we were talking about. Uh, some people were asking me if Grinnell knows about their schedule uh, for football yet. And I can tell you right now, we do not know Grinnell's schedule for football yet. We should be hearing soon, uh, but all we know is that uh, when I was talking to Coach Souser, who basically said that no one really wants to play Grinnell, whether that be they think we're too good or they don't think we're going to be much of a problem, uh, but that's just kind of how everything goes. So um, we, we don't know. We have no idea uh, to see what we're going to do and what happens, uh, but you know, we'll just have to see how everything works out. Uh, in that aspect, but I, I can guarantee you Grinnell and Coach Souser will try to schedule a difficult schedule um, because RPI is everything and uh, you know based off our schedule in the district I mean, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, but this team's ready and up for it I think it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch um, So yeah, I think that would uh, pretty much wrap it up for this week's short little podcast um, Again, not much going on in terms of Grinnell sports uh, because of spring break and whatnot, we have a little bit of break. Uh, quick shout out to everyone that was in the musical. If you went out to go see the Adams family, I'm sure they highly appreciated it. Uh, 
heck of a musical. It was a lot of fun to watch. My dad and I went out to go see it. Uh, great musical. I loved it. Uh, well done to the whole cast and crew. I know Mr. Hunter and Kate and Mr. Henderson and all those people worked really hard on it. And uh, I, I, it was a lot of fun. It was a really good musical. Um, and make sure to go out and support them. I think it's, they really enjoy it when the community comes out and sees what they're doing. And uh, that goes for also this Saturday, Individual Speech. You can go out and check that out. So uh, that wraps it up. That is this week's podcast, podcast number 37 of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. Check us out on our websites. Uh, check us out on Twitter. And uh, thank you once again for listening to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. My name is Blake Walker, and I will see you soon. And go Tigers. Now taken away by Meredith McKnight. Good luck for Cunningham. It's going to be quite knocked down. Hayden goes to the corner. Sarah Gosling tries a three-pointer and knocks it down. Holly Eyes three-pointer. Timeout, Dallas Center Drive. This production is a copyright of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network. Any use of this podcast or material from it is prohibited without the permission of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network.